0: Welcome back, everybody, to a very special, exciting episode of Stories from the Sidelines. Um, I'm Coach Larry. Matt couldn't be with us today. Matt's, uh, again, student teaching. That schedule can get a little chaotic. I'm glad I'm not student teaching anymore. But with us today is a—I'm excited about this guest. I've been asking him to come on for a while now. He's a busy man. The king of Niagara Falls, now the king of Youngstown. Uh, please welcome to the podcast, to the sidelines, the one, the only, Mr. John Zororian. Zeke, welcome. Hello. Thank you for having me. <laughs> How we doing today? We're doing good. A little out of breath. A little out of breath. I had a little uh, pizza
1: incident there? Yeah, I had a little pizza incident and running up the stairs... Okay, couldn't couldn't you get a couple more floors?
0: We, we, <laughs> hey, it's okay. only second floor, only I, second floor. I, I,
1: we could go up to the roof, I guess. I don't
0: know. <laughs> but, we'll, we'll move up to the penthouse next time.
1: Yeah, you know, fence it off and uh, have some cocktails up there, ready to go. You know, I can dig it. But I'm 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 looking around this clubhouse here. It's really cool.
0: I'm the the Matt does it. Matt Johnson he does this up nice. He does the the jerseys. I don't even know how many jerseys. These
1: are mostly football I see. I'll
0: say just about all football. He's got like the old school Warren Moon, the McNabb, the McNair. Um big Colt. he's a big Colts fan so he's got definitely a lot of Colts jerseys. But uh representing some Bills stuff up there. They got the Josh Allen over yeah. at the end. Some Dolphins ones.
1: Nice. Josh he's hot. I like it.
0: I'm telling you he's he's rocking Um, we're going to start our coming in hot episode, um, or coming in hot, not episode, just coming in hot. Listen, I'm sticking with the bills and not only the bills, actually I'm sticking in with the Patriots. How fun was, did you watch the game last night? How fun was it to watch just the Patriots go back to just to where they belong at the bottom of the division? Like I'm just... Zeke, you know, back in the '90s, in the '80s, the '90s, it was always, especially when the Bills made their runs, it was either Buffalo on top or Miami right below them. They were fighting for one. Then usually the Jets and then the Patriots. Nobody, nobody, Patriots nobody cared. Were the team. They, they were the JV. They,
1: they were. They were. It was like a going to a practice. That's and all. they got him assassinated. There was a guy. I think he was. A, no, I'm sorry. That was on the Colts. Busucci. He was a Niagara Falls guy from the Falls. Remember Dean Basucci? Oh, yeah. He I think he, he was on the Colts, right? I think so. Yeah, I, for some reason there for a minute, I thought he was on the Patriots. But Patriots were practice. And like you say, that coach uh, for New England. Um,
0: Bilicek. Yeah, he see this. your sins catch up to you and all that cheating. I'm telling you. It, it, he, he coined the phrase, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying, the you know, Patriot way. Yeah. But it's just, it's, it's so much fun that, I mean, they had, granted... Give the devil their due. They had their 20-year dominance, whatever, cheating. But you know what? All is right in the world again. They're back in the bottom of the division. All is right in the world.
1: I went to all those Bills games. You remember when you guys were little? Every Sunday I would go. I went to almost 150 games in a row. I will say 150 games in a row through the years. (laughs) And I actually think that this team is better i I have to believe they're better, and I think the hype is about the same, but the this this quarterback I'm excited. I hope he gets two touchdowns every game for the rest of the year. He wants to play, he likes to
0: play, and that's what you gotta have on your team absolutely, and he's just it's infectious, yes, like just the way he carries himself, just the way and and i'm gonna I'm gonna take it back to another old school patriot tom brady just it's it's funny. Seeing the way that Brady over the last month, I'd say has you know when things aren't going his way, he's smashing tablets. He's this, yes. he's that. He's he was like that. He was always cussing out his linemen. And you know what? And I get all that, and I understand sports. Sometimes you gotta, you know, you gotta, passion. you gotta, you, you, you lose your passion. lose your emotions, right. you, you know, or get your you get on your teammates a little bit. But you know what? What I had a big problem with that was, especially after he cussed out his lineman, uh, I think it was two weeks ago, you didn't make practice Wednesday. Then Saturday, instead of going through your, your walkthrough before the game, what do you do? You leave to go to a wedding. He went to Bob Kraft's wedding and just, which, whatever, you you want to do all that stuff, that's fine. But at the same time, how are you going to come back and... Earlier in the season, we know that he just left training camp for about a week, week and a half, whatever to go and family vacation time, whatever for me and i i mean you've played sports i 've played sports i 've coached we 've all been ripped apart by teammates, but it 's kind of hard to sit there and have a teammate rip you apart when you know why are you ripping me apart from my attitude, for my effort. Didn't you just miss yesterday? Didn't you just miss Wednesday? Aren't you the same guy? I don't care legend or not, but aren't you the same guy who just bailed on us for two weeks during training camp so that you can go on a family vacation? Especially at that level of sports. That's the pinnacle
1: in America, I think. I think that's the pinnacle. And um, at that level of sports, I think he should uh, show a little more class, simply put. He... He, a lot of people looked up to him. I took a lot of heat from my family, including your good friend Mark, <laughs> because I would always say that, look, this guy is the best, and there's nothing like him. I'm glad I'm alive to see him play. But, like you say, it looks like we're we're watching the, the 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 statue to the great one crumble. The fall of Rome. The f- yeah, the feet are starting to come down. I don't think is it a one-year contract he signed this year.
0: Uh, well, this was his original. This was the part of the three-year deal that he signed with Tampa. The original. First year. Yep. Okay. So he's he's on his final deal.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, this might be the end of him. Yeah. You know. I, I mean, at this point, you're you're 45 good, years old. Yeah. What are you playing for? And obviously, and again, I, I'm I'm not going to sit there and and say he doesn't care, or whatever, because who knows? But it sure looks like he at least doesn't care as much anymore. Right. Well, it's you, not his high priority. It looks to me like,
1: it sounds to me and looks to me like he doesn't think he has the good team around him and he's trying to get something out of these guys that wasn't on New England, that was on New England a few years ago, a few
0: short years ago. He's not got the, He's not in the same element he was and it's shown. But again, how do you, how are you going to sit there and chastise your teammates when you just, you leave for a wedding and you leave for a vacation and you, now again, as much as I hate it, and I I dislike Tom Brady immensely, you've got to give him credit. He has been the greatest, if not will go down in history, as the greatest quarterback of all time. I mean, most Super Bowls, I mean, a man that you, as much as you hated him, you could never, um, you know, never doubt his determination, his, his hard work. But this season, it just hadn't even been close to being there. No, I I <laughs> it's funny you should say that.
1: I mean I've heard people wish I won't even mention Oh for t- sure. <laughs> on his life and um but a lot of great champions, Marciano, a lot of uh in, in boxing, other guys have gone out uh, at the peak of their game and he should take the hit and do the same. You know, yeah. It's uh, he's he wants one more ring, whatever. I mean he's maybe, not getting it this year.
0: No, he's not getting it. But I don't know what team he could go on, but um and at this point, I mean, again, he's Tom Brady. I'm not going to say there's. I'm not going to say that no team wants him, but are if you're a Super Bowl champion, a Super Bowl uh, contender, at this point, do you really want for next season? Do you really want a 46 year old quarterback, especially? And again, I'm no. not saying his play has totally fallen off a cliff because no. every time we say that. He's then better next than next week, three quarters of the of the people that are out there, but still, it, it
1: it the the switch can go, you know, it's like a flick of the switch, a flip of the switch. He could be health issues could come. He's been lucky. One little pop, someone wants him out of the way. That's what I worry about our quarterback. Like somebody yeah. taking
0: a dirty shot at him because you know he is pretty brave. But um, oh yeah, and taking that shot just well because yeah. you know especially. But I do like the fact though that they're playing it smart where, you know, even if you look back at the Steelers game, when you look back at other games this year, when they're up by 20, 25, 30, 35 points, they, they don't, they just pull them. Right. They That's pull what them. They
1: should do. That's what they should do.
0: And, I mean. And they
1: want They want that, they want the Super Bowl. You could see it in their eyes, and
0: um, I'm telling you, I would be surprised
1: if uh, they don't make it.
0: I'd be shocked. To the ball. Is it to a point, and I know, I mean, as a coach, as a as an athlete, as a player, I know it's it's tough to say. Listen, if we don't win it all this year, it's a busted season. But do you kind of feel that way, where if they don't win, if if in February they're not walking out of that stadium in in Phoenix with a Super Bowl trophy, the Lombardi Trophy, is it a busted season?
1: I believe so. Because last I do too. Year, uh, last year it was a fluke how they didn't make it, and um, this year they're. I'm so I'm still upset over the Miami game. <laughs> they should be undefeated. They should be undefeated, is what I mean. And um, they, I, they, they, they're making statements in each game. It looks to me they're trying hard. But, Larry, I've got to ask you something. The What's red, up? The red zone. Do you feel as though they're uh, super efficient down there?
0: <clears throat> Not as efficient as I, I, as I think they'd like to be. I
1: think it's mental, personally. I
0: think, I think sometimes, even in that red zone, they're trying to get a little too cute. I think they're trying to get a little too cute. I, and I, and don't get me wrong, I, I personally, I love what Dorsey's what Ken Dorsey's done with that offense. Not that it was really, not that he took them from nothing. I mean, they've had a great offense the last three years with, with the, Dable. The,
1: the, the guy on the defensive side. His, uh, Leslie Frazier? Oh, my goodness.
0: I like Leslie Frazier. I just think, at, at this point, I wish, I think he's great on first down. He's great on second down. He's great on third and short. But if you if they've gotten into third and ten, third and fifteen, third and twenty, have somebody else call to play. But like Leslie, you're out. Somebody else come on in. All right, just we just need you to call for third and third and eight plus. Because it seems like they get to third and ten. Next thing you know, first down. Third and fifteen, first down. Third and twenty something, first down. Third and a million, first down. He always wants to play that prevent defense, that back off defense. Next thing you know. They're, the they're, they're getting the ball and they're, and they're running. Or they're backing off 20 yards when they only needed to back off 15 yards. Can't disagree. Right. Once or twice isn't an issue, but it, when it happened. even I think you look back to that first Houston playoff game all those years ago when they snapped the drought, they shouldn't have lost that game at the end. They shouldn't have gotten them in the field goal range in overtime. You look back at the Kansas City debacle last year, 13 seconds. How do you give up? 50 yards whatever it was in 13 seconds you can't back off prevent feel, defense prevents winning i feel my blood pressure going up. <laughs> <laughs> well this is a new year they're
1: doing really well absolutely and i think that miami game is is it's they should coach it put that make them watch that before every game because um they should be undefeated yeah i, I can't but i i'm excited i love their rookie back cornerback with uh, Elam
0: yes, and Bedford uh,
1: I love those guys They're, the future looks good that that other guy that uh, they picked up um, what's his name Specter, the linebacker um, he, he hasn't played yet he, they got him out of uh, Clemson Balin Spector
0: oh um,
1: yes I think that's his name I could be I forgot no, he's, he's the future looks great on the D, good. D side look him up he's uh, I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure that's his name Balin was he rookie this year Yes, he's a rookie.
0: In- oh, the third round pick. Um, I think he came out of Baylor. Clemson. Was it out of Clemson? Tiger. I'll look it up real quick. But uh, I'm telling you, I, I love their defense. Yes. And not only that, here's the thing that is just um that's that I love. Not only not only are they playing lights out on offense, they're playing lights out on defense. They're getting Trey White back like that's like taking the that's not like it's giving the best defense in the league. And oh, yeah, here's arguably a He's, top five cornerback like just it's it's unbelievable. You
1: think you'll be gun shy?
0: I don't think so. I hope not. I don't he, think he so. He was a superstar. He's a superstar. Uh, and when is he supposed to come back? Uh they, they could be as early. They haven't a, they haven't made it official, but it could be as early as this week wow. against the Packers. Love that guy. Um Terrell Bernard is the linebacker you're talking about. Third no, round pick.
1: Balin Spector. I think it's
0: Balin. Let's see. Um
1: just put the rookie
0: Oh, you're right. Seventh round pick, Balin Spector.
1: No, oh, he's a monster. Watch that video after the show. Okay. Uh, he's he's
0: Loves to play, and that's just that. What I love, and and don't get me wrong, I love what McDermott and the coaching staff has done. I love Dorsey how they the offense hasn't skipped a beat since he's been in. But just what what uh, Bean has done with their GM, man, just assembling the talent, just being patient, just the draft picks. And again, I know it's. I'm sure it's not all him. I know it's coming a lot from their scouts, from you know McD- uh, McDermott having his input. But Brandon Bean had the way he's managed the contracts, the way he's managed the salary cap, the way he's been able to not only pick up the pieces but keep them. And I, I you know, hopefully they'll be able to give Poyer his money so that we can keep him for like another three years.
1: Every, everyone's happy. Every they're good on both sides, on the field, off the field. I get it. Let's just hope,
0: stay hopeful, and keep cheering. That's all. Oh, I'm. Say. I'm. Beyond hopeful, like I said, and I, I've said it a few times. Where if they don't win, it's a busted season. It is a busted. But you know season. what, though, it's a busted season. But this team, the way they're built, even if it's a busted season this year, they're going to be good for a oh. long time. Their window, their window is just opening who's, who's up.
1: Who's really old on that team? Really and,
0: old. And whose contracts are coming up? Like I said, Jordan Poyer. I have a feeling, and I hope I'm wrong, he might be a casualty. You know, they might not be able to sign him to the money he wants, but you know what? They've just, they're so deep, even with the injuries they've had this year with White going, well, went down last year, but with White not being back yet. um, When Poyer missed a game or two, Mike Hyde went out. um, Edmonds missed a game, missed that Steelers game. They've had some injuries on the offensive line. This team just keeps rolling. Gabe Davis went out for a game or two. Um, They just keep rolling. It's just like next man up, next man up. Love. And and I'd say most of Buffalo's backups, I'm not going to lie, could probably be starters, I'd say, in like two-thirds of the other teams in this league. Yeah. And
1: not to change the subject, but it, everywhere you go, I see Bill's jerseys. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yep. the most obscure corner store in Ransomville, Pekin, where up my way, I, the, everyone's got Bill's jerseys, Bill, bumper stickers on pickup trucks. I mean i 'm waiting to see one on a tractor out there but it's it 's just the the excitement is everywhere
0: i 'm telling you Johnny it 's funny you say that because um you know my wife Vicky and I um, and sarah uh, our daughter, she we, we like to do a lot of traveling, especially over the last couple of years, and really over the last like three or four years, anywhere we go when we 've gone to uh, we 've gone to jamaica we 've gone to Italy last summer we 've gone to um, the Dominican for our honeymoon. Everywhere we go, at some point, I, like I'll just bring, and and Vicky thinks it's hilarious, I'll bring like some, a, a Bills item, like whether it's a t-shirt, whether it's a hat, just one, and I'll wait for the Go Bills, just from random strangers, and inevitably, I'm telling you, I've got a Go Bills from Dominican, from Jamaica, from, it, I got a couple in Italy. That's I mean, everywhere we go, I'll get that. Go Bills. And the second I get it, Vicky will, like, just start laughing. She'll be like, fine, are you happy now? You got to go Bills. Are you happy now? You got to go Bills. But it's just, it's fun. And it, it makes me think back to that time in the 90s when they were rolling. I mean, you know, Mark and I, Rob, right. Nietzsche, we were all kids you guys growing grow up.
1: honeys when I was at the game.
0: Yeah. And, I mean, it was, but it was fun going to school. Yes. I remember, I mean, the the first... um. The first Super Bowl, Super Bowl twenty-five, I think uh, I was in. I think we were in. Would have been fourth grade, fifth grade. Major league heartbreak. Major league heartbreak, but the school, like I Niagara Street School, like we that whole week leading up to the Super Bowl, we weren't doing anything but Bills Day. That Friday, we had, and I don't mean like just an assembly for thirty minutes. We had an entire school assembly for the entire day. We're watching on on the. They rolled in carts and on the projectors. We're watching Bill's games. We're watching this. It's highlights. decorate yes. your classroom. It's decorate this. It was just so much fun.
1: Well, you know what? I think it's like that now again. Like I say, the most obscure place I can walk into out in the county. county yeah. line out in, where the Amish people live. <laughs> Next to uh, where you head to Rochester. You go in a corner store there, and uh, there's Bill's, Bill's – uh, wear on everyone it might be a dusty old hat on a truck on a on a farmer standing next to you in line but everyone's got the feeling i love it
0: it's so much fun
1: let's see in this week or the bye and i think Josh's going to need it because he landed on his butt everyone's going to be nice and healthy And we're going to just destroy the packers destroy the packers they got to go they're just in the way
0: absolutely Slow through the motions That's i'm telling you is. I I mean as much as fun as this as fun as this season is and has been and I know we're only, you know, 7 weeks in um It's
1: going by fast.
0: I just it's not fast enough because you know what I just want to get to the playoffs. I, know, I just I-, I feel like I feel like I'm at a movie where like I haven't like like it's the second time watching it but I haven't caught the ending yet. I just want to fast forward it like all right, let's just like, give me to the last 20 minutes of the movie.
1: I enjoy watching Josh throw and when he throws those bombs that connect or those darts that connect, like early in the game, you could see they want to get the lead early in those games that they ran away with. You know, it's just it's just so much excitement because I, I I was a big Kelly fan and the way he used to throw the ball and not an Andre Reed fan for all you people out there. <laughs> he always heard footsteps. He was always looking back. So I, I mean, know. he
0: made that living through the middle. I know,
1: but uh, I always like the um, oh my goodness, who was it?
0: Don Beebe, James Lofton. Lofton.
1: Lofton was my man.
0: Lofton was. I, I liked Lofton. I tell you what, Bruce Smith was my favorite from that generation. Oh, yeah. And it's funny, like, I my mean, wife loved him. I'm a soccer player, you know. It was funny. Little League Soccer, I think the uh, first year doing indoor, um, we had a team where, you know, you pick your, your jersey numbers and soccer numbers you're picking, like, number 1, number 10, number 11. What did I pick? I picked 78. <laughs> my coach looks at me, he's like, what i'm like i want number 78 <laughs> so sure enough they made a jersey for it first year at indoor sports i picked 78
1: hey, did you happen to see um 60 minutes last week i don't normally watch that type of television but i saw flash watching the
0: game i think it was and they showed um um was it the uh, one with Dion sanders yes I saw a little bit of that.
1: It was it was really nice and, you know, I have to tell you, Larry, I've seen a lot of athletes at Rich Stadium and he was the greatest I ever saw. I I sorry. I know we're talking the Bills, I'm a homer for the Bills. No, 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 it's all good. He uh prime time was um I'll never forget. And I always tell this story. I used to go in the the stadium early just to see how the players would look. You know, who's working out, who's catching the ball, who's dropping the ball, who's got dry hands, you know, and who looks like they were out late last night. And B.B. and and Tasker would always jog, be the first ones out. I would get in about 11.30. As soon as he opened the gate, I was like one of the first ones in so I could watch the other players. And I would like to go down when Dan Marino was in town and just tease him a little bit. But anyway, Deion Sanders was the only one out for Atlanta, and he ran right between B.B. and Tasker, put his hands out, and they both gave him like a low five each on each side. If I could have had that for a poster, I would. <laughs> but I'm telling you, that man was unbelievable athlete. i seen every team over and over, and there was no one like him. He was so fast and so good. And I think he played baseball. He that did. Year, he was. That year.
0: He played for uh, his. I. I don't know if it was his whole career, but I know at one point he was playing for the Falcons and the Braves. Right. And did the Braves win? Didn't he win? I uh, can't remember if he won the World Series with them or not. Well, I thought he was. They said
1: he. It might have been a division championship or something, but he. Never seen anybody so fast and so oh, yeah. smart. It's a shame, like that, he was on. Atlanta, because they sucked back then. Yeah, am I allowed to say sucked? I'm oh, sorry. absolutely. Okay, but they—he but was really I, to this day. I'm still—I was like a little kid seeing him play, and and I, I respect him. But what he did on that show was he took this little small college school, and uh, he, he showed the terrible track, Jackson State. Yeah, and and you know with shape the condition of things and how he's turning it around. And the guy's no nonsense. He's real strict with his players and. I wish him a lot of luck. You know, I yeah. think I might even mail him a little something because <laughs> they need help. And he's he even said it. Hope somebody sees us and sends us something because they they need everything. But Absolutely, he, he, he's he's dedicated.
0: In fact, I believe his son is on that team. Yes, son. is Like on he's coaching. Team. He's coaching his son there. Yeah,
1: two of them. He's got two sons. I think that are ones on the high school team. I think, but he. Um, I was going to say, they asked him if he wanted to coach in the NFL. He said, absolutely not. And he always, he, he like hinted, he goes, because them people, I forgot what he said. It was something like, he kind of hinted at corruption, you know, and he said, I don't want nothing to do with that. Yeah. So, but he's, he was my favorite football player. I'm sorry. He but was next was,
0: to Jim Kelly. You know. See, that's just it. I was never, and I get so much crap for this, I was never a Jim Kelly fan. No. Growing it's up. Okay. I was never that, I mean, I, I didn't hate him, but I just always looked. And I know he came out with that big draft with Marino, with right. Elway. Uh, I can't think of who else was in that draft. But anyways, I just always look. Because Marino was the last of those quarterbacks to get picked. Mm-hmm. And I just, I, and again, I'll look back and I'll be like, man, you know what? If the Bills had picked Dan Marino, do we win at least one of those Super Bowls? Excellent do we win at question. least two of those Super Bowls? Do Excellent. we win all four of those Super Bowls? Excellent and again. I know Kelly's a Hall of Famer. I know Kelly is um he didn't he never reached his potential either because of uh
1: off the field antics. I'm sorry. Yeah.
0: It's the truth. I just I just I thought they were too talented a team and he was just he he didn't make other players around him better, the other players around him made him better. Like if he didn't have um Thurman Thomas as his running back, an all pro running back, if he didn't have um, Andre Reed, James Lofton, Don Lofton. Beebe to throw to Lofton if he didn't have perfection. a defense like Bruce Smith, Daryl Talley, right. um, all those guys, Is Cornelius it. Bennett. I mean, if he didn't have a team full of, I don't mean like one or two Hall of Famers, I mean full of Hall of Famers. Yeah, they were a machine.
1: He, he, uh, like I, I can see your point, but he did have a lot of talent. I mean, he could throw the ball. And, but he was a West PA, hunting, drinking, beer-drinking yeah. type of guy. You oh, know? for sure. And I, I went to a bison game one time, and he was there, and he had the biggest plastic cup I think ever made. It was like two feet long, <laughs> full of beer. I mean,
0: it was— Listen, Those boys, Those boys, uh, you know, they they partied. Yeah,
1: they, that was the era.
0: So I mean, and it's funny because you look back at a lot of those guys. I mean, not only just the Bills guys, but— you know, Michael Irving on the Cowboys, I mean Lawrence Taylor with the Giant a lot of those guys, um, you know, they uh, they uh let's put it this way, I think in today's day with social media, with Facebook, with Instagram, with whatever, a lot of those guys would probably uh and censored. Who yeah, and who knows how long they would last or how much their before their sponsorships finally uh you know got rid of them.
1: Like that like the uh this penalty now taunting. I mean, come on, if you go back and watch the Butkus highlights and see the things that they did, the things that they used to say to each other, it's like they're, I mean, there's got to be some room for the, the
0: high uh, testosterone. Absolutely. And, you know? I mean, you're in a sport, I love football, but it is a extremely violent sport. I mean, you are literally, I mean, think of those linebackers that are literally hurling their bodies towards you. I, and again, I know they're padded and they're protected and whatever, but I don't care. When you're when you're throwing your body out there and you, when you're taking hit after hit after hit, well, I don't up. care how padded you are. I don't care how great the helmets and everything are. You're going to get hurt. And these guys, I mean it is an extremely violent sport. But so there's got to be you can't expect everybody to go out there and be a gentleman. No. You can't expect no. every, oh great hit thanks you you really you know you really blew me up that's an amazing hit thank you yeah no and just oh i'm sorry i didn't mean to hit you that hard my my apologies i mean it's it's you're gonna have guys that are gonna go out there and and act crazy tell them in in
1: words we won't use here you're not gonna get by me you know this is my yeah my corner
0: all right and it's funny and we're gonna let's transition a little bit into hockey because i know you're a big time hockey guy Sabers are doing well. First of all, I got to ask, and it's no secret to people who know you, you're a big time Boston Bruins fan. That's right. You obviously love the Sabers. You, you, you grew up in Niagara Falls. You're you're a, a, a Niagara Falls, Western New York guy through and through. How does a Buffalo Bills fan? How does a Western New York, Western New York son, Western New York native, it's, Zeke? It's how? A, okay. how? 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 Why? Anybody else but the Bruins, I always, how? okay. It's,
1: you know, I, I really can't put
0: it. And and I got to say, as a child, we would get so much grief from you. Yes. And Mark, I feel like we turned Mark to the bad. We turned Mark to the Sabres fan eventually. It took a he's, while.
1: He, if he's a Sabres fan, <laughs> deep down inside, he's watching the, the he'll, Bruins he'll out of still... the corner of his eye. Because. Uh, but. Uh, no, I know. He worked how? Out, well. When I was young, I lived in Toronto, and we were Leaf fans, and there was always this rumor that uh, one of the great uh, Leafs lived around the corner from us, and um, they won the Stanley Cup in 1962 when I was a little kid. I went to one or two Toronto Maple Leaf games at okay. the Gardens when I was very young, and the my best friend growing up down the block, um, two houses over, he became a... Um, his name was Ron Zanuzzi. He became a Minnesota North Star. After I moved back here, my uncle would tell me, Johnny, your your friend, he's doing really well in school, on the team. He's doing really well on this team, and he's on, he's going to make it to the pros. I used to skate in his backyard, and he used to skate in my backyard. Our backyard had a tree. Our rink in the backyard had a tree right in the middle of it. Our our hockey rink was almost kidney-shaped with a tree in the middle, but that's okay. how it is in Canada. But I when I came here, I was rooting for the Leafs. And, but the Sabres came along. I liked the Sabres, but they, I love Gilbert Perot. To this day, I love Gilbert Perot. But the Bruins, I was, I have to admit, I wasn't a fan of them when they won the cup in uh, 70. I think it was 1970. But when, uh, after that, I just liked Bobby Orr. And I just, there was a guy from, on the team from Niagara Falls, Ontario. Eric Sanderson, so I just latched on to him, and it's been rewarding. I have to tell you, you look younger when you're a Bruins fan. (laughs) (laughs) You don't have all that heartache. Food tastes better. (laughs) People look up to you. Although you guys guys
0: had that stretch run where you guys went, like, what, 15, 20 years in between cups or whatever? The Bruins, until the newest owner,
1: had one of the records for the longest time being in the playoffs. I think it was 29 years in a row till the current owner bought it, bought the team, and he broke up the team. And they, that record would be close to 40 now, because the Bruins are perpetually in the playoffs. Oh, they're a solid team. And this year, I don't know. I mean, you know, it's tough. Teams are like, like the, they're buying tools now. There's no loyalty anymore. No, they're it, loyal it, to it, the dollar bill. They're loyal to the dollar bill. Loyal to the dollar bill. And although we, like, uh, St. Patrice Bergeron, he signed a one-year contract. Okay, it's going to be year to year. He's in his early 30s, but still, you know, if somebody offered him a pile of money, he, he people would love to have him. Uh, I think Brad Marchand, I think he's a Bruin to the end, though. You know, and uh, that's the, the one everybody hates.
0: Now, do you think that—and— and, and- it's an interesting topic, but do you think that kind of that loyalty in sports is kind of gone? Like, even looking at the football days, you knew Kelly Smith, all those. Although Bruce Smith did go to another team, but you knew your your big name guys were going to be there ten, fifteen, twenty years. In hockey, you knew your guys were going to be linchpins. These guys were pillars of the team, pillars of the community. Yes. Now, like you said, you can have. Um, and we've started it's not it's nothing new. I mean we've seen it back, you know, as early as like two thousand, even the mid nineties, where all right, yep, I'm a I'm a saber, I'm a saber, I'm a saber. Oh, wait. Uh Toronto's gonna give me nine million dollars a year to go. Right. Okay. I'm a leaf. I'm a leaf like it's just it it's seems nowadays money. in sports it's, it's the, just you know, flip flop, back, is, right, center. It
1: is. It is the the and it's I think hockey is one of the last sports. Where there's a loyalty, because some guys have said I will be a Bruin to the end. I'm never going to leave the Sabers. You think it's a little more, uh, but it, a little more loyalty in hockey? I think there's just a little bit, but it's about the it's. People have left um, Krug in Boston. The guy had come out of nowhere. He was a superstar. They couldn't. He got offered big money. He was making like one, two, three a year for Boston. And then someone came along and said, I'll give you $7 million, or whatever it was, and he was gone. And he was a linchpin to the team. He was an unbelievable defenseman. Sh- real short guy, r- just loved to play, but it's not the same anymore in all sports. It's all about money. It's all about money. For and sure. And hopefully we, you know, we put that aside when we watched our team Whatever, be the Bills or the Sabers or the Yankees or whatever, and just you know put that all and enjoy to watch the team. And I don't know, did the Yankees are they out yet?
0: They're out. They're gone. They're gone. Unbelievable. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie, and I'm, <laughs> oh, I'm no. not a baseball fan by any means. I just don't like the Yankees. Yeah, well, you I'm know not what? a Yankee fan at all.
1: I was a Yankee. Uh, sorry, I don't want to sound disloyal. I always love the Yankees. Always be a Yankee fan, but I like the Dodgers too. <laughs> <laughs> and they're gone too.
0: No, they're, I, I just never like the Yankees. I mean, this go this is gonna make it. And nowadays, or, you can or, say this about everybody, every team in baseball, every team, whatever. But it's just for a while there, it was like the Yankees were spending like m- hundreds of millions of dollars, and everybody else was spending not, like yeah. mi- millions, like the Brewers I mean, or whatever. I mean, I mean like, it was on. just there was such a disparity. Now, granted, nowadays you got the Dodgers, you got the Boston Red Sox, you got all. I mean, there are a ton of teams that are spending hundreds of millions of dollars on their payroll mm-hmm. um it seems like everybody except oakland oakland still spends like nothing but it it was just like for me the hatred of the yankees almost was like all they're doing is just did you notice buying. he said hatred hatred <laughs> all they're doing is all they were just doing were just buying their championships yes. buying their championships they weren't they weren't developing now granted it has it has changed over the last couple of years where it does seem like they're developing more of their talent from the AA, the AAA farms, They're developing more of their draft picks. They're still spending ungodly amounts of money. But the entire MLB is yes. kind of caught up with them, and they're spending ungodly amounts of money. So maybe my hatred has kind of calmed down a little bit from them. Now, again, it it also – I'm not a super baseball fan anyways. No, me neither. <clears throat> I I think –
1: Going to a baseball game is more fun than watching it on TV. Oh, for sure. I used for to go sure. to all the games at Hyde Park whenever I could, or many game whenever I could.
0: What were they back in the... Were they, was was the the Pirates. The first they, they had... Were they the Rapids? Wasn't there the Rapids? That, that was
1: late, <clears throat> much later, but the 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 Buffalo Bisons actually played there, and, you, and everyone knows the story where Johnny Bench was on the Buffalo Bisons. Yep. And I yeah, think but that, did the
0: Bisons play at that stadium in Niagara Falls?
1: They did because they had trouble in Buffalo. There was... Racial protests. Okay. And so they came to Niagara Falls for a big part of their season. Okay. And I think the one ball that Johnny Bench hit over center field is still going. That's how high that nobody hit a ball as far as he did out of there. And uh, that was a Dave
0: Dave Winfield played there. A lot of people played there. Winfield played there because he was on a a, a rehabilitation assignment or something. Um, He had come off injury. Or maybe he was making a comeback. I forgot what the game was.
1: You wouldn't believe how many people have gone through there and on, on all the farm on, on all the uh the the teams that played in, in in Niagara Falls unbelievable i saw a list one time and it was there was like 60 70 people names that just jumped right out What's the stadium what was the stadium name i can't remember what the stadium well, name was it was just high park municipal stadium i think it was called then they called it the sell magley sell magley that's La- right that came later that came later that was okay they tore it down and built the exact same stadium I, I i don't know what the thinking was there but they they needed the the league told them major league baseball told them you you have to have better showers and you know I mean that's the fun of some places you know it's like they used to talk about Boston Garden no matter how cold it was it was always hot in there the ice stunk the ice was always bad and you had to go go by people when you went through now everybody's a big prima donna I mean I
0: I'm telling you and and I've said this before where I i the new hockey stadium or, oh, or, or the you, hockey arena. Are
1: you talking about the odd. You're going to see something. You I loved in the odd. Mind.
0: I loved that the odd
1: was cozy. I'm telling you, that was the the best place. I
0: loved it. And it was especially the first year. I remember um, when they, when they got the new arena, I forgot what it was called back then. HSBC arena, yeah. whatever it was, but just noticing the difference in when, uh, when somebody came in and checked somebody into the boards, you just heard the sound yeah, reverberate. It, it sounded happy. like the biggest check. It was just, man, you knew that guy got hit. Mm-hmm. Then the first, I, my my dad had season tickets for a while, the first couple seasons at the HSBC. he yeah,
1: took me to the Bruins game.
0: Yeah. And, um, Great seats, by you, the way. You'd hear the, the check there, and it was just like, thud. Yeah. No like, it, there was no. Personality. There was no personality. There was no. But the halls, <clears> the whole building was, was it was just comfortable. Yeah. It was cozy. And even at the old odd you'd go way up into the orange seats all the way up. You could now just, granted sometimes you needed extra oxygen cuz you're yeah. way up there, but it was so much fun. They should have never tore
1: it down. They tore it down under the pretense of getting some big fishing outfit coming in that mayor uh Yeah, they was. were supposed
0: to get a pro bass or, or something.
1: And the mayor got it torn down and Oh, guess okay, so what? We're not coming. So, they, you know, they, that
0: was a building that should have been preserved. I'm telling you, I loved
1: it. I went to a lot of concerts been, there when I was young. And it would have been, everybody.
0: granted, all right, even if you didn't want that HSB, even if you didn't want the uh, the NHL team playing there or whatever. Yeah. I mean, come on, you could have done some work in there. You could have been. Cool, could have
1: brought the Americans there. Yeah. Uh, um,
0: the uh, Rochester Americans. Right.
1: He, or any other teams. Yeah. You,
0: know? you could have used Little League Hockey, kind of. You could have revamped it and kind of made it what they do the Harbor Center now, right? I mean, you could have, and you still could have had the history. You could have had the. It was just. It, I was so sad to Me see too. that place go. Me too.
1: Speaking of Pagula, can I ask you a question? Sure. What do you think of Kathy Hochul giving him eight hundred and fifty million dollars for a new stadium? I mean, when the guy they, it, it's in the paper today, it's mm-hmm. in the New York Post today. Yeah. Did you did you catch did you see I that? didn't I
0: didn't catch the article. Well, but... the
1: New York Post is. Uh, More right wing conservative, and they're all over her. They, they're pushing Zeldin, and um, but there's there. And today, their article was how she gave this sweetheart deal to Pagula, and in the same year, he made an extra billion dollars of his own from his businesses. In how her wife, her excuse me, her husband works for Pagula, and he works for the. He has a big, big job in. In uh, working for... He's in the, the Pagula Sports
0: Entertainment or yes, whatever. Yes, yes.
1: But, I mean, that's the biggest amount of money in the history of sports ever given to any sports um, situation. Like, you know, like loan, grant, oh, for sure. everything. $850 million. That is... Oh, I, my God. Leaving the bank for three months, you got a, a billion, okay? It's yep. unbelievable. I... I mean they they made that deal in no time. I mean they there oh, yeah. was no loan negotiation no negotiation okay. Okay, maybe half a billion, okay? I'd be happy. But,
0: I think it's again personally money. do they do they need a new stadium? I I I don't think they do. I don't either. I mean am I glad they're going to get a new stadium? And am I am I going to go to the stadium as a fan? Sure. Am I going to be like, "Oh wow, this is great. This is this, this is that." Sure. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to be a hypocrite and say that I'm, "Oh, I'm not going to go no. to the stadium." It's our team. But at the same time, do I am, am I upset that again our tax money is going to a guy who we're not talking a millionaire, we're not talking a multi-millionaire, we're talking a multi-billionaire who again not only that but coming or but is in a league like the NFL that literally just prints money. I mean, this team just, whether they're good like the Bills or whether they were terrible like the Bills 5, 10, 15, 20 years ago, they just, no matter how good you are, if you own a team, it's your own personal ATM team, ATM machine. You will get money after money after money after money. The TV money, the resume. Exactly. Do they really need that money? No.
1: And I, I drove by Rich Stadium the other day, Rich Stadium. The the stadium the other day.
0: What's it called now? New Era? No, uh Highmark, Highmark, Highmark stadium. stadium. And it looks just as good. Okay. It's And they ju- what was it? About uh 5 years ago, they just sunk in like 300 million, yeah. 500 million, whatever right. it was to give it a to give it a facelift right. and updates.
1: In in this part of the country where a stadium like that is exposed to the elements, there what can you do to make it more comfortable? You know They're not going to put a dome over Mm-mm. it, and it's, it's outdoor, and it's just basically a, a hole in the ground with concrete seat, concrete foundation, yeah. concrete seats. I mean, all you can do is upgrade. So what are they looking to get? And like you said about where the, where the Sabres play, what is it, HSBC now, or what are, whatever uh, they call that. Uh, I don't know what it is called. Is it First Niagara still? Who knows, but whatever.
0: I feel like it, it, it changes it, every it, couple, couple it, weeks. Yeah,
1: it, it doesn't look sturdy. To me it just it, it looks like it looks tender okay as yeah. opposed to the odd which was like uh it,
0: it had a, a message you know yeah. It a it, it look too but it, i digress no it's just and not only that but with all this money i mean Especially the economy the way it is now, mm-hmm. the taxes are going up, inflation, this and that. I, yeah, I don't want just to steer like, this into a political no, no, no.
1: thing. That, but I, sadly, everyone knows where I stand. But I'm just saying that was huge in in the sports world. Eight hundred fifty million for a stadium. Okay. Yeah. I don't, I, just, I don't I don't think Yankee Stadium could have got a a, a
0: a handout that big. For, no. for an. And, upgrade. Again, for an owner who doesn't need it. And didn't he... No. Didn't he wasn't one of the first things, whether he bought... The, I forgot what it, when it was when he bought the bills or bought the Sabres. Somebody asked him about public money, about this and that. And his response was something to the fact that, you know, if I need more money, I'll just drill another oil he well. He did. He said, if I need more money, I will drill another oil fracking well. You're right. So apparently um, he's drilling into the pocket of uh, the you taxpayers. And I. Yeah. You and, I. and it's just... Like I said, again, I understand public some public money was going to get there. I'm not under the delusion no. that no matter how rich the owner was, he was never going to drop what $1. $1.4, $1. $1.2, whatever billion dollars it was to cover the entire stadium. But to give him, I mean, more than two-thirds of the cost, um, I mean, it's just shocking. But you know what? On Sunday, we'll forget about I it. I was gonna say, on <laughs> Sunday, you're, and, and you know what? It's sad to say, but you're absolutely right. In, in day more, one when that opens, it's scheduled to open. What five years from now? Four years from now? Whatever. Have to go quick. Um,
1: Did they decide where they're going to build it yet?
0: Uh, as far as I know, it's going to be. I haven't looked at it in a while, but as far as I know, it's going to be almost right across okay. from the stadium. Okay. Um, in that parking lot that they use a lot of tailgating from. But uh, yeah, opening day. I'm sure. Or a, a opening season, I'm sure, we'll be going to a game or two or five or ten. I wish they'd um, build it
1: here. I wish they'd build it in Niagara, Niagara County. It would have been nice. Yeah, but you got all that land on uh, Fall Street. I mean, they could make provision and make room for it. You got all that land? That was I, a consider, like a mild consideration I heard years ago.
0: I thought years ago, wasn't it um, – in uh, the Air Force Base or the... the, um, the, the Summit the, Park Mall. Yeah, near yeah. the Summit Park Mall. That was another place. Which I
1: thought would have been great out there. But you, the traffic, to get it traffic in and out would be, you know, all
0: that going on. Grand oh, for Island. sure. Oh, that, like, that's, that's the big thing, traffic. Well, you know, like they have so much traffic. They they handle all the traffic out in Orchard Park so right. very well. Oh, man. <laughs> in fact, did you see what was it? The, um, the uh, not the Kansas City game, the Monday night game that they had. Um, they had to close. They had to close the school, uh, for West Seneca for Orchard Park. They either canceled school for the day, or they they made it a half day where they sent everybody home at eleven because they were like, "Listen, if we don't do this, our buses aren't going to be able to leave the school until okay. like five, six, seven o'clock." Wow, well, that's great. So. But uh, I, I, I digress a little bit there. Yeah. But it's I'm just... excited
1: about Buffalo. But I had to throw that in there.
0: No, absolutely. And listen, how about the Sabers right now, starting off four and one, and not only that, but holy cow, Rasmus Dahlin looks like the second coming of uh, of Ray Bork or of I mean, he just looks of Phil Housley. He just looks amazing. Don't get too excited. <laughs> <laughs> hey, only defenseman in NHL history to score a goal in the first five games of the season. I mean, he's on this kid's.
1: He's, uh, he's he's. They have a few people on their team. I my prediction is like I always say about Buffalo. Give them a couple years, they'll be okay. But this is the first time. This I is felt, the first time I mean it. Last year I said it was their their best worst team they ever had. This year I'm thinking I don't think they can make the playoffs, but I think they're they're going to make their name known. I mean, if the division is real tough, you know, you got a lot of good. The the
0: division's tough. I said at the beginning of this – before the season started, I said this past summer, I said again, I don't know if they'll make the playoffs, but I guarantee you um, come January, come February, come March, come April, towards the end of the season, they're going to be in that – they're going to be fighting for that eighth spot. They're going to be fighting whether they they make that into that seventh or eighth wild card spot or – they finished eighth or ninth. They're going to give people f- something to think about. I, I wouldn't mean, be surprised. It's going to be important. Yeah, and I and, wouldn't be surprised if they're a ninety-point team, ninety-one, ninety-two points. Now, is that going to be enough for a playoff spot? Maybe. Listen, but they're going to be in the conversation. It's not going to be like the last five years where they're not too deep. They're done. They're not.
1: From what I read, they're not that deep, and injuries catch up. Absolutely. And, and a couple, and you know, like Tage, that guy there. As much as I, you know. I hate every other every other player in the league because you're a Bruins <laughs> fan. Okay, yeah, no, but I mean yeah. I give you respect. No, he loves that kid. Loves to play. He's fearless. He's a he's a local boy too. He, He'll fight. He... He's a fighter. He'll fight. He's not shy. And they're they are a team that are going to be contender. Like maybe this is what uh, Pagula's plan was: take care of the the Bills first, and then work on the Sabres. It'd be something if they. Both teams could win uh, a championship within uh, a couple of years. It'd be great for this area. Lord knows we know it. Oh, absolutely. We
0: need it. Well, this would if if the bill or if the Sabers did make the playoffs this year. This would be the first year since I think it's it's the ninety eight ninety nine season that both the Sabers and the Bills have made the postseason. Okay, well. so and it's. I, again, I, I, okay. think gonna ha- I think it's going to be. I think it's going to happen. Either uh, way, even if it doesn't, it's going to be nice to know that the last ten games of the season are going to mean something. That's right. Instead of being done and already thinking about next year by New Year's and going out embarrassed as they did every other
1: year years ago, looking like playing like we just got to get out of here. I no. wish this game was over. Absolutely, and you could see it in their faces, you know, and decisions that they made on the ice, and uh,
0: they had a coaching problem forever, and this guy. Grana- Don Granado. He, he, now he was a Bruin, wasn't he? Was was Donnie Granado a Bruin? I don't know. I now you got me thinking but I thought I thought he played for the Bruins. I don't know oh, again, obviously. That means
1: I'm gonna have to like the Sabres a little more.
0: If I might be mistaken because I, I thought they had I know
1: he was he he's uh, a hockey family and it wasn't it his daughter Cammy or sister or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um he's American and um he he's a guy that like I say, it's all about how much you like to play and dedication if you're not, not there just for the paycheck.
0: I don't think he was. He uh, let's see, playing years. He played uh Madison Capitals. Um I don't know, no, I guess maybe he didn't um No. He didn't even I don't think he made but he's the a, he's NHL. A, he's been a coach for a long time, right? Uh this'll be let's see, coaching career he started uh, started coaching was the Green Bay Gamblers and Wisconsin Capitals of the the USHL, the United well, States yeah. Hockey League, in 93 to 97. Okay, well, now he, he can say, hey, you know, he doesn't have to be shy.
1: You know what I mean? That's that's the the attitude you're bringing in. Hey, I'm here, and my guys are here too. He's got to build some confidence in the Sabres. Man. Oh, for sure. Because they, they, that's, that's what, that's he's what doing. they lacked forever. And that's what he's doing. You know, crappy teams can win a big game. You've seen it.
0: Yeah, and uh, yeah, and he's the brother. You're right, Cami, and then Tony Granado. Right, and uh, I didn't realize this, but he's the brother-in-law of Ray Ferraro. So big-time hockey family. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he's uh, it's, it's the he's the perfect guy to take the team to a championship. Yeah, and unlike unlike Rolf Kruger, who I didn't like at hire, uh, Kruger was their coach before Granado got here. He was a zero. But what I like about Granato, what uh, I like about Granato is. He looks at his team and he'll say, all right, you like playing this style. You like playing this style. You like playing this style. Let's find a way to get all your styles together. Whereas Ralph Kruger and look, thank God they got rid of him because he almost ruined Darlene's career before it got started. But he would look at you. I don't care. If you like to be an offensive defenseman, I'm gonna make you a stay-at-home defenseman. I don't care if you like to be a freewheeling center. I want you to play two way. Like he didn't he tried to make his style conducive to everybody. Who they
1: know their their limitations and they know their strengths. That's why I would always say back to football. Let Josh throw the ball, because that's his thing. But in hockey, it's the same thing. Like they unleash a guy, go play your game. And they do good, yeah. And that's that's what you need in in Buffalo. Like, I have to worry about them in a couple of years because they're gonna, manhand, you know, they're gonna be tough on my team. My team is. I have to h- hate to admit it, but they're on the down slope.
0: They're they're an older team. Yeah, they, if and there's
1: only uh, now,
0: granted, we've been saying that the last couple of years about the Bruins, they're an old. This is gonna be the year they miss the playoffs. They, they keep rolling. It. Yeah, I feel I feel h. you are right. They definitely need an in, uh, infusion of young talent, okay. but they're. They're they're it's a cy- solid it, franchise.
1: It's cyclic. They're they're one of the most valuable teams to own. Okay. Oh. Did you for see sure. that guy uh not the uh, the guy in Montreal, he, he beat up Cashin the other day? No. Oh my goodness. They, they got a rookie in, in Montreal. He, he he beat up Cashin like a rag doll. I think Cashin <laughs> got old yesterday
0: the other day. It's unbelievable. It's, it's, and Cash, Cassian was a
1: former Saber. Yeah, I know. And he was good too. Yeah. He was a tough I, guy. I was
0: not I – mean, they traded him, I mean, we're talking probably five, ten years ago, if not longer. I thought he would have been a nice, younger player to develop around. Yeah. But um, unfortunately, no, they, they, they weren't in a – you know, wasn't Buffalo in the cards. Buffalo was a, a graveyard for players, you know. Now, one player I want to talk about, what are your thoughts of Jack Eichel? Like, leaving the Sabres, I thought it was the funniest thing in the world. When they finally pulled that trigger to send Eichel to Vegas – and Buffalo, um, the, you know, they got back Tuck. They got uh, Peyton Krebs, um, their draft picks. If you look at where they were in the standings, Buffalo was, I think, uh, when they finally pulled the trigger. Buffalo, if they weren't the bottom of the barrel, they were. They Below were the bottom. They of the were barrel. close to the bottom of the league. But and Vegas was a playoff team. Right. Vegas was, I think, second or third in the West. And then slowly but surely, Vegas started falling. He's a curse. Buffalo he was started right. On Buffalo, I think he was. He got didn't he get two coaches fired? They say yeah. Dan Bylsma, uh, Kruger. Who Kruger? I think well, did a good job of fi- getting himself fired. But still, but I mean, he Phil Housley. I thought didn't get a fair shake. He should have never been a coach.
1: He, he. He. I. I think he had. Um, some problems from... It could have been. You know what they call that? You know, the
0: football players come down with that later on. Oh, the the head injuries, the Yeah, he had
1: zero personality on that team. He, he wasn't... He, it sounded good, but, you know, Housley, everybody liked him as a player. But some yeah. guys are players, they're not coaches. Absolutely. And I, I don't think that he... He didn't last in... He was flat. He was like flat pop. Yeah. But he, now this guy, Granada, he's...
0: Uh, Granada. They finally got it right.
1: Yeah, they finally got it right, and the team is upbeat. They're winning some games. Of course they always come out of the box early, Buffalo and win some games, but you're not gonna be able to deny them in a year or two. Yeah. I guarantee it. They're and it just be it just
0: feels different. Like even what was it was it three years ago where they came out and by by uh, November, December they were the top team in the league. They yep. were you know, they were 10 games over, 15 games yeah. over, 500, and then all of a sudden... Swan dive. But even if you look That's back at those... the other teams were just warming up. But even if you look back at those games, it wasn't sustainable. No. They were winning games like they were being outshot like... 2-1, to one, and then somehow they'd get a fluke goal and win. That's or why they I would... always
1: used to tell you, your team is a myth. Yeah,
0: <laughs> and they were that year. <laughs> they were. And, but, but this year, and again, it's a... only five games into an 82-game season, so it's right. still a super small sample size, but it just looks different. It just feels different. Yeah. They're scoring. They're playing smart defense. They look like they want to play. Yeah, it's... and they look like they're capable of playing. Yes,
1: they are they're not that big. There's not that many big big guys. You still need a couple thugs on the team. Yeah. And you need some uh lightning fast skaters also. And um I mean they're filling in the, they're, they're filling the spots in. Yeah. And
0: yeah. that's why I think this year again next year I won't, I, yeah. I think this year they're going to be fighting for that 8th playoff spot. I'd give them a I'd give them a 50-50 chance of making it. I would give them a fighting well, chance of sneaking into the playoffs. But I think Two years from now, you're going to be literally like not only we're not talking while we're not talking uh, in the seventh or eighth spot anymore. We're talking about getting one of those top three spots in the division. We're talking about potentially. okay. we're not just making the playoffs. We're talking about potentially winning a series or two and advancing on to the playoffs. I think they're probably three to four years away from legitimately if they keep building the way they're building three to four years away from legitimately being a Stanley Cup contender. Well, but there's always the West Coast too. Yeah, and there's like like Colorado. Forget it. That team is invincible. And I think Buffalo could be if they keep building and if they keep uh, progressing you, you the way have, they are, they can be the next Colorado.
1: Well, Colorado. The thing about Colorado is, I don't think many people really realize it. Maybe they do. Their defense. They have uh, three or four lines of defense. Each line is better than the other. Oh yeah. Very they're deep. so deep in defense and their superstar, like what's his name? Uh uh out. Colorado.
0: It's um You know
1: how to talk McKinnon. It the defenseman. Oh, McK- McKinnon um, went flat. McKinnon is He went he he, he he actually didn't do that good in the in the in the finals.
0: Finals, yeah, but he, he they weren't getting to the finals without him.
1: Right, no. But he, he had a uh, a right like a you could call it a a writer's block or whatever he just in in, in the finals but he is
0: he's But that's un- how that's how deep of a team they were so they dear. were they were able even with their superstar not firing on all cylinders they were able to uh still
1: yeah you know beat them yeah they the um the um they're just too good right now you know i think that that i i I'm be shocked if they don't win the cup again this year you know
0: I mean, they've got to be—they've uh, got to be the overall betting favorites. Uh, Eric Johnson is that who you're talking about? Ka- no, it's um, um, Nazem Kadri. No, no, and there's a, a great but story. He—he he he, left though, right? Did he leave the
1: team this year? He left Toronto. Remember, he was constantly getting he, that guy there. I used to loathe him. <laughs> Seriously, he was—he was a dirty player. He played for Toronto, and he—he he ruined their team's chances in the playoffs, like three years in a row. He got called, and they ended up losing big games for him. They finally, he would get suspended, dirty hits. He went to Colorado. He became a different player. He became a superstar. Yeah. He would, I mean, he he really won my respect, and I literally hated that guy. And he,
0: he became a fantastic player. Cal McCarr has got to be That's the, the one. Cal McCarr.
1: That guy and there, he's, he's young, he,
0: 23 it, years
1: old. Watch him play, and then go watch some Bobby Orville's.
0: Yeah. He's the second coming. And Take it, it from a Bruins guy. And 23 years old. Yes. I mean, and they've got – that's just it. They've got a see, lot of See young how many players. goals
1: he got last year.
0: Uh, let's see. For F- 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 um, How many points? Well, this year he's already in six games. He's already got six points. Six assists, six points – or six assists in six games. Yeah. He's a plus-minus of one uh, – He is that. something to see. Last year, 77 games played, 28 goals, 58 assists, 86 points. He was a plus 48. A defenseman. And only 26 penalty minutes. And how old? He's 23
1: years old. So he was 22 at the beginning of yep. last year. Unbelievable. That guy is, you'll be hearing his name by his rookie card.
0: Yeah. Okay. And that's just that they've got a lot of young talent on that team. Yeah, I feel like they're built, like, oh. they're 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 just a force they're, and that's what I mean. I'm hoping that Buffalo can progress the way that they progress and
1: you, it's they gotta have the luck of the draw and they gotta have that uh
0: they still need a few more pieces yes they still need but and again, I'm not delusional. I'm not hitting no. here saying, oh they're gonna win the cup this year, it's no. gonna be a bit no it's it's but like I said, if they keep progressing playoffs for sure in two years, three to five years. I think they A-time could be in competitor. their win, they could be in that window, yes. where they're fighting for a Stanley Cup you know, champion.
1: like we say, like I'm saying, I'm Does he saying hockey pumping the tires of Colorado, you know, a couple injuries in. oh for in, sure, and things change. I mean, look at the kings, the Kings, the way they won the cup back in twenty thirteen or whatever it was, they were unbelievable team out west, they were beating everybody, they had a couple injuries, their goalie john uh what was his name quick. Yep. Jonathan Quick. He, he got uh that's what my cousins in, in Los Angeles call me, Johnny Quick. <laughs> because of the Kings. I like I always watch the Kings too because of them. But um they had a couple injuries and they kept them out of the out of this the finals for a couple of years in a row. And um hey, you gotta be lucky. A little bit of luck, like they say. Good picks, the times are right, and a little bit of luck. Oh, for so sure. NHL's fun. That's the best sport to
0: watch. Without a doubt. Oh, I I love it. I love it. And uh, speaking of nicknames, we'll we'll after this we'll go into our hot seat question. But the origin, I gotta hear the origin of Zeke. As uh, as, as I say it, Johnny's like you know rubbing the head, like oh my <laughs> god, the origin because um, I don't know. It's it's known. It's like a pretty known nickname that yeah. Zeke is the nickname. Um, and I think, you've, I think you've shared the story with Mark and I a few times, Rob, throughout the year. But where did, where did Zeke come from? What's the origin? In, in sixth grade. Okay. Elementary school, fifth
1: or sixth grade. You know, we had these books we would read in class. And there was one character in one book. And it's almost fitting because I like antiques and I like junk. My f- cousins in California, two of them had uh, antique stores. And you know, my other, my uncle had a a junkyard, in my garage. If you go to my house, it looks like a junkyard. I am always dragging stuff home. All my family and friends they make fun of me, but when I turn them on to something nice, though they really like it, you know. <laughs> so I bring home ten pieces of junk, and one of is a good piece. I mean, I found gold and jewelry, and
0: hey, that's still and, hitting ten percent. That's not bad. I have
1: a gold watch I found in the garbage when I worked for the city <laughs> thirty years ago, picking throwing garbage. Okay, I found a gold watch in the trash. But um there was a guy one of the characters' the name was Zeke Boniface and he was the guy that owned a junkyard. Okay and once somebody in the classroom said pointed at me and said Zeke <laughs> and it just took off. And it just you know, like I would be over in the diamond at twenty fourth street school. Hey, Zeke, we're up or something like that. You know, it just it just caught on and twenty fourth street school was um we had a baseball stadium over there if you were, you don't remember that, Larry.
0: Uh, that was, um, yeah. Because then later it became a magnet school, right? Well, years ago there
1: was a wall around the school. Okay, and you can see the big lot that's there.
0: That's the one over on Twenty Fourth and between, Independence. Enforced, right? Between yeah. Independence. Yeah, somewhere. I went to that school for, and Mark went there for the for sixth grade, right? That right. was the year they did the sixth grade magnet school. Do you remember?
1: You don't remember the wall?
0: The wall was turned down. before No, you were the wall. Before. Yeah, the wall was there, well, but they, they did have that big lot.
1: Right. The lot was huge. And if you look on each side, the first three houses going toward 27th, mm-hmm. that was inside the wall. And where those homes are okay, on Forest and Woodlawn, there was a baseball stadium. Oh, I didn't know a that. a stadium. Okay. It was had bleachers and it had a fence and it was Little League. And it had minors and majors over there. Okay. Oh, okay. And they had many... Uh, Many uh, playoffs and everything, and I played for Sheriff Murphy's Orioles, the minors. <laughs> I'm proud to say I may be one of the only people that ever got a triple on a bunt, okay? It was in the Gazette. I was so proud of that thing. I carried around for a month. Uh, I think I was in fourth grade or whatever. But anyway, there was a wall around there, and we lived in there. There was basketball nuts, and if you only had two guys, you could play fast pitch against the, the wall uh, of the school gymnasium. On the other side, the Forest Avenue side, the the wall was there, and then you had the back wall of the gymnasium on the north side of the school, and the wall went around the, to the school. So you had three walls, like you had in a hockey arena, with three walls with boards. It was just so much fun. I mean, if you needed anybody, you know how many people's parents would go over to Twenty Fourth Street School and look for somebody look at larry is larry here no he just re ran the mario's to get some pop you know or, or whatever but um uh, so that's where it took off and okay. it just stuck with me and a lot of people well, there was a lot more kids in the day na- back in the day in the neighborhoods i mean we had 30 35 30 35 kids on my block if you want to see kids you should have seen the block the 2400 block of woodlawn i think there was something like 75 kids Oh yeah, it was ridiculous. I mean, there was each house had five kids. Yeah, you know, and um, I I could name them all on my block, and it's uh, and then the next block up. But you know, there was a lot more fun. Like I think about Halloween, how it's it's Halloween is coming up now, and all the kids from the neighborhood we would go out for halloween then we like it just automatically we went over to 24th street school playground yeah. like in in the like di- in in the field and mm-hmm. everybody would show each other what we got and we would trade chocolate and, and oh my goodness and today you got parents or with the kids and uh it's it's not the same no of course it's
0: more dangerous now you know i agree but i think it's a different kind of it's- dangerous but still i just wish some of that stuff oh didn't go away. It's, it's, oh, of course. It's, I mean, it was just, and I hate to be that guy, but like, oh, things were so much different than in our no. generation, but you know well, what? You get to were. the
1: age, I I, <laughs> I don't say that much because I don't want to sound like an old person, but in my neighborhood, you know, the things we got in trouble with, we would go over to Hacienda, we would get a pizza, and we would run out, okay? Sometimes we did that, or we would walk into a pizzeria. there was all pizzerias everywhere, Michael's La hacienda, Wee's, honeys. there was another one uh i can't think of the name of it on twenty seventh and we would steal the salt and pepper shakers and then we' go <laughs> and we'd go raid gardens all night long yeah, and what breaks my heart the most is my dad's still alive he's ninety one and I go take care of him you know he he'll still drive a little bit, pick up a prescription, or go to the veterans, but um you won't see him on military road anymore but Every single backyard, like your mom's aunt lived next door to us. Yeah, Rose Camiso. Every my mother had a garden. The Lucas had a garden. Ianni's had a garden. Iotas had a garden. Gravanti had a garden. Profilio's had a garden. Uh, Rosetti's had a garden. Elamos had a garden, and, and the same on each side. It was just it and was the thing to have. You could walk down. The, we, we, we would ride down the alley on our bicycles. Stop. Look both ways. Reach over the fence and grab a cucumber and just keep going yeah, I was for say, a mile in each direction.
0: And I'm sure in all the gardens, especially in the Italian neighborhoods, I'm yeah. sure it was the same stuff. The tomatoes, Tomas. the zucchinis, That's the right. cucumbers. That's You'd right. have the eggplant. Beans. Beans. Up to the roof. It was, I mean, yeah. it was all the same stuff. But like you said, you just walk by. There's not picket, one. Pick it, go- Especially the little cherry tomatoes. I forgot whose backyard it was. Probably we used nine. to cut through there. <laughs> we used to cut through there a lot to go to school, and they had the, the vines with the cherry tomato. You just pop, yeah. pop a few off. Yeah, pop them in your mouth like and just candy. keep walking
1: to school. That's right. And you know what? The, the, uh, I was telling a story the other day. My uncle in Canada, um, you know, Italian. My uncle Fidelis Intini, my mother's uh, brother. At Mount Carmel Church, they mm-hmm. would have a contest oh, yeah. where you could enter your tomatoes yeah. or enter something that you grew. Whoever grew the biggest tomato, whoever grew the biggest cucumber, whoever entered, whatever, would would win a prize. You know, you'd get your name in the thing and you win a little thing. Well, my mother... We'll get these tomatoes from my uncle in Canada. They were seven pounds. <laughs> they, were, they, were, they were like a small pumpkin.
0: The ringer of the tomatoes. So my,
1: they would say, Josephine, please, don't enter this week. We've got to let someone else win because <laughs> my mother would win every week. Well, my uncle's secret was he had a big 55-gallon drum with chicken manure and water, and then he would get all the milk. All the dairy products from all the stores. You go to a store over here like Wilson Farm or whatever, 7-Eleven, say, can I have your spoiled milk? They'll look at you like you're crazy. In Canada, they're a little more friendly. Oh, sure. And they would give him everything. And he would stir this thing. And with a pot, he would water each plant individually. He had 10-foot-tall tomato plants, if you can believe it. And their tomatoes were like this. The cucumbers were like that. Just... The zucchinis were like it was
0: unbelievable. That's that's yeah. awesome. But
1: it, like I say, you can't go down. You, I go down those same alleys every
0: day. No, you might
1: see one garden. Now on it's couple.
0: all. If anything, they're all they're Bored all up, weeds. Yeah. They're all rocks. They're S- all spray painted the garages. And games. Yeah, it's, it's sad. It's sad. It's it's just a shame. Yeah. So your uh,
1: your grandmother, or I, I'm sorry, what was she to your mom? Your mom's aunt. Uh, aunt ah, yeah. yeah. Your great aunt. Yep. She had peach trees. She had, um oh,
0: what's that little, I can't think. The mulberries? Mulberry tree. Oh. She had a mulberry tree. She had the mulberry tree. My grandfather had the mulberry tree. I mean, oh. Unbelievable. My grandfather's garden. I don't know if you ever got a chance to see my grandfather's garden over the On the market. Yes. 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 Oh, my God. Uh, no. I mean, just, he had the string. I mean, yeah. he had the whole, at one point, there was the whole backyard almost was when, the garden up.
1: When my mother and father bought that house in 1965, My mother told the next door neighbor, and it was Mr. DeLuca. He didn't speak English. My mother spoke Italian. They never spoke English in her house. And she told him in Italian. And speaking of Yankees, we used to play uh, hot box in front of his house. And this guy was really (laughs) old, and he'd sit there and listen to the Yankee games all the time. But when we first moved in, my mother told him she was going to put a garden here. Well, she went to work, come home one day, the whole garden was put in. Oh yeah, he dug my mother half oh, of yeah. my backyard, and he put tomato plants and everything
0: in for her yeah. that he had started himself. And he probably did it just, just, no big deal, no big deal. Just don't want any money, just don't want no, anything. No, just hey, no, hey, sweetheart. I do. And I his,
1: his granddaughter is actually my best friend in the world to this day, Viola, Viola. So, but that's how it was, you know. And that's and that's how it should be. And it's how it should be, but but these it's, kids. Uh, no. I'm sorry. No. It's in the parents. I agree 100%. When I hear kids doing stupid things, I say they should slap the parents.
0: <laughs> right? Absolutely. All right, Zeke. Okay. It's that time we're getting into the hot seat questions. Uh-oh. I told Uh-oh. you a little bit about this. I'm nervous now. Uh, five hot seat questions. Again, we we'll are kind of go back and forth. I, know okay. I gave you a homework assignment to come up with some questions, too. So uh, I,
1: I I have none, but go for.
0: Hey, it. I make them up kind of as I go along too. Okay, um, I'm gonna start off now. I know uh, I know you're a big movie buff. I know you. Uh, you know we've done the Johnny movie nights, mm-hmm. the Zeke movie nights. Now, the,
1: we got to do that we, again. I got a few in line.
0: Now listen, I'm I'm telling you, and this kind of go, this kind of leads into the question. All right, top three. You could either do top three of your favorite movies of all time, or. Your top three movies that you want to do for the next Johnny movie night. I mean, when we get Mark, Rob, Meech, uh, Tice, Ronnie, um, you know, get get the crew together. Okay. Um, but, you, but top three movies. Now, I got to answer these questions, too. I'm going with my top three. I'm going to cheat a little bit. I'm going to say the entire Godfather saga. I'm counting that as one. Godfather one, two, three. Of course, in my personal opinion, Godfather two is the best of all of them. I think that's one of the only movies where the sequel. And again, Godfather One was amazing, but I think the sequel and Godfather Two outlived Godfather One. Godfather Three, you just got to watch to to, to you finish say the you sequel. It. Yeah, um, so I'm cheating and I'm saying Godfather Sequel. I'm saying all three of those together. Uh, number two, uh, or I, I guess in no particular order. Um, I don't know if you watch this one, um, Memento. It came out like 1999, yeah. 2000. Joey Pantoliano um, uh, probably was the biggest star in that movie. Uh, in fact, we could do that for the next Let's, Johnny movie night. Yeah, uh, Memento, book. it's a real cool story. It's kind of filmed in reverse. The whole premise, I don't want to give it away if we're going to do a movie night of it. The whole premise is um, a gentleman like has no short-term memory. Like, he'll literally have a conversation with you. He'll walk out the door, come back in, and he'll have no recollection of even knowing you. But he's trying to find his wife's killer. Um, and so he'll he'll tattoo different clues on his body, this and that. Joey Pantaleano kind of helps him out. It's a real cool premise. And, and the film is almost filmed in reverse. Will do, like, the last... The last uh, panel of it. Then they'll go back. Then they'll do the next panel. And then it's, so it's a real cool premise, a real cool movie. I saw it in a um, uh, philosophy class that I was taking in Canisius. That's how I saw it. But Memento, look it up, read a little bit about it. That's one of my all-time oh, well. favorites. Um, I think it'd be a great Johnny movie night category. Sure. And uh, uh, number three. <sighs> I'm going to go old school comedy. I'm going to go Animal House. Oh. I love Animal House. Kid. I just That's Belushi. I just I just man, he died way too young.
1: The Animal House was good, but The Blues Brothers was
0: The Blues Brothers another classic, but those are going to be my top 3. I'm going to I'm going to cheat and say Godfather sequel. Again, in no particular order. Right. Godfather sequel I'm saying I was all uh, number 1, Memento, and then Animal House. Whenever I'm changing channels
1: and I see The Godfather on, you have to watch it. You, just, you have to. You put the remote down and just stay you, there. You just I don't have care to if it's five it. minutes left or it just started. The Godfather is Godfather one or two. We we have to watch that. It's it's just it just goes without
0: saying. Absolutely.
1: Nice. second. Well, in terms of great movies. So is that making the top three? That that's in the top. All right, three. So that's there. A, a, All a, right. Godfather one or two. You know, but as far as great movies go, if if you want a movie to watch that's going to leave you, you know, you you want. It's not a, a Johnny movie kind of night. It's one that's going to touch you is All Quiet on the Western Front. Okay. Have you ever seen that? Haven't checked it out. It's Def- it's, it's about World War One. Yeah. And it's probably the greatest movie ever made that I, I will actually say that. I mean, it's a period piece, but it's it's really, if you're in.
0: Any, like, big-name actors in it? No, but the person who
1: did the lead, he quit movies after that and he went on to become an advocate for world war one veterans okay that's how much it touched him um the second movie well you, of course you watched it uh, with me on uh johnny night was uh cross 110th street <laughs> mm-hmm. and, and that is one of the greatest that movies was that,
0: early johnny movie night that yes. might have been
1: one of the first ones it might have been one of the first ones and i've probably seen it 110 times and i'll watch it 110 more but there's a it's a movie now like you know they come back with all these uh, remakes of movies i literally pray that they never try to make that remake that and i wouldn't even go see it they can't it's such a period piece anthony quinn when he turns around and looks in the mirror and realizes you know that he's an old cop now there's just some moments in there where where the the director knew what he was doing he caught the caught the right thing and it's it's just like a I watched a lot of old New York City cop movies and you see the cop shows even Barney Miller the how the each cop had his own little uh had no privacy the this desk was next to that desk in the detective offices and when I worked at the police station I had my own office with a door in 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 you know you look back and you say that you know like how it was and this movie catches all of that like it's got yeah, a, little a little bit little. of mafia the the black thing going on from the 70s black you know it's it's really a, It's a must-see for anyone. And for number three, okay, I'm going to go with, like you say, a comedy. The Blues Brothers just does it
0: for me. (laughs) I could
1: watch that movie. My wife, she'll come in the room if I'm watching TV by myself, and she'll see it, she'll just roll her eyes again. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just like, because for me, a lot of those guys, the performers I met in person, they all played at the Imperial Garage in Niagara Falls, which was a blues bar and uh like Willie dixon and uh john lee hooker and and all those guys i I met all them guys the um Aretha franklin's husband there uh, his name slips me right now. he just passed away, but he came to the to the bar I got all their autographs I met all them guys they're just regular guys they're not Big-headed superstars, yeah. who you can't get with them. They'd sit down next to you and have pizza with you. We well, did it. Willie Dixon, the guy who the, the Rolling Stones took their name after one of his songs, I'm yeah. a Rolling Stone. The guy sat there and had pizza, that uh, homemade pizza that the bartenders, the the guy who owned the restaurant and the bartender, his mother made. She was in her 80s, and it was just passed this, passed that. give me get a napkin. It was they're just like regular people. They're all gone now, but um, the Anim-
0: Animal House Blues Brothers, just too fun. I love it i love it. Yeah. All right. All right. Question two. You got one or you want me to give another one?
1: No, you can go shoot. I'm on a hot
0: seat here. All right. So question two. All right. It's kind of going back to the old school neighborhood, the old school feel. If you – one meal, one meal that just brings you back to your childhood, one meal that your mom made or, or it could be even an aunt, a grandmother, whatever, one meal that just – Listen it's 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 just brings you back to your childhood for me, I don't know if it's a meal necessarily, yeah, I mean the pasta or whatever, but for me I have something For me, it's just my grandmother's when she would fry up the peppers. The onions, fry it up and make a, a, a fried pepper sa- or a fried pepper sandwich. Oh. Whether she would just do strictly with the fried peppers and the and the the latinas bread, I'm five the on bread listening to this right now. Or sometimes she would sit there and put the homemade suprasata on there. Ah, oh, just that for me, that just transports me back to my childhood.
1: I, I can't. <laughs> I don't. I'm gonna leave my mother out of this. Her cooking was unbelievable. Everything she made was good. Her, her She was, like I said, they didn't speak English in her house. Everything was Italian. Everything was old school, like your grandmother Mm -hmm. and like your mom and everything. But I have to, one thing that got, you know, how you relate a smell every now and then. I mean, my mom used to make the the, the zucchini flowers, all that stuff. I mean, so I'm not going to pick one of them. But her brothers, my mom was from Hamilton, all her brothers and one sister lived in Toronto, but her all her brothers lived in Hamilton, and their wives, and my auntie Olga, my uncle Johnny, who I'm named after, his wife, I think she was part, she was half Italian. I think she was Italian. I know she was Italian, but I think there might have been a little something else in there. Like, but she, everybody made their own meal. I mean, everything from start to finish, like out of the garden too, right? But she made Larry donuts. Mm. She made her own donuts. And when we would come over, I mean, you ate till you exploded. You ate oh, for from sure. From the minute you were there to the minute you left. But at dessert time, the parents, I would hang out with my cousins, she had two twin boys and a, an older son. And they gave me all my records, albums and record, and comic books and everything. They were older than me. But she would get out this big pot, big tall pot, and make donuts. Deep fried donuts. Just
0: dip them right in the and, oil. And
1: every now and then, I'll be somewhere and I'll catch a whiff of something, and I go, "That reminds me." <laughs> and they were so good. They were like crunchy, and just the milk. They, I'll tell you, my my mother's family was so poor back in the day. I, I got to just add this on to it that my uncle Johnny, when I would go there, I was little. I never forget he would pick me up and as soon as I come in the door, he'd just scoop me up. And take me to the kitchen, open up the sugar ball, take a teaspoon of sugar and put it in my mouth. Because when they were kids, that's all they had. That's all you had. That's all they got. That's all you had. They didn't even get sugar. If they had sugar, it was a treat. You know, whatever sugar they got, the family used for cooking. You didn't touch it. Could you imagine that? Maybe that's why I'm an inch away from being a diabetic right now. But (laughs) but I'm just saying, that was... uh, how
0: it was in them days.
1: I could reminisce about the old Italian thing all day. I'm trying not to sound too old, but no,
0: no, no, not at all. Not next at all. question. <clears throat> all right, question three. You got one yet?
1: Um, no. You go, and I'll think of something for you. I'll think of one. All
0: right. Let's see. Question three. What uh? What do we got here? I can't. Even... All right. Question three. I guess it's a hot seat question or whatever. But in your opinion. Harder to win a Stanley Cup or harder to win a Super Bowl? Well, when I look at the the, the NHL athlete,
1: the NBA athlete and the NFL athlete, there's no doubt the NHL athlete is tougher. And that's the guy you want on your side. Um, And I think that, you know, not to be a homer with the Bruins, I, I know that. Bergeron was playing with a punctured lung, a broken rib, a sore back, you know, stitches in his forehead. I mean, they none of that would happen in, in the NBA. And I heard of great football players playing. to break their fingers on the sideline, tape them up. You know, my ankle's twisted. It's bad, real bad. Tape it up. You know, I mean, you look back at the 70s, some of the things they did. One guy, I heard a story. They cut the tip of his finger off. Did you ever hear that story?
0: Yeah, I forgot. Yeah. what the I think it was somebody from the Steelers yeah, during the, the the steel curtain days. Yeah,
1: something like that he got stepped on, cut it off. I'm going back in, coach. But I mean there was the the, the Bruin that there was a story about a Bruin he in New York City. He he missed the train going back to try, to play Montreal because he was a popular guy and um he was missed the thing, missed the bus, missed the train, whatever. Snowstorm came. He hired a limousine. It got stuck in the snowbank. He called a farmer on the road, pulled the limo out. Then the windshield wiper stopped, kicked the windshield out, <laughs> made it to Montreal. They told him, you can't play. You have frostbite in your hands. Two goals were scored, or three goals were scored. The Bruins won 3-1 to one or 2-1. to one. He had either one goal and an assist to win the game. And, um, I mean, they're just tougher. It's a tougher, in my opinion. It's a different breed. It's a different breed. in the cup everyone will tell you it's so hard to win that cup. I mean, you got playoff in in the Bills, you know, this in the NFL what 16, 17, 18 games. It's been over the years and then 3, 4 playoff games to the including the uh the Super Bowl. There's no comparison in hockey. Yeah.
0: And I feel like hockey, I mean, how many times do you hear uh, I mean even even look back uh in the you know, when the Sabers when the Sabers lost to uh, the Hurricanes. Um, in the in the Eastern Conference Finals. And if they had beaten them, they would have went on to uh, to face Edmonton. Edmonton was the eighth seed that year. I mean, uh, it's, it's it's so hard in the NHL because in, all you got to do is get hot for four games. In, all you, you know, got to do is get hot at the right time, and you can roll right through there. And I, I feel like in the NFL, more often than not, you're seeing the one or two seed from from the AFC or the AFC or the NFC. Not always. No. I mean sometimes you get that six seed, that seventh seed that rolls on. Yeah. But yeah. I mean and look at what Cincinnati just, did. You
1: took the mm. words I was say, how did that team get in there? Yeah. But do you ever listen to the mic'd up videos? I li- some of them, yeah. Listen to some of the NHL ones, how they are they are you talk about te- they're hard on, on the rookies on the other teams. Oh, like, for oh sure. my goodness. I, I would I, I I would turn tail and say, ah, it's not for me. The way they <laughs> yep. pick on each other, it's unbelievable you know like uh it's it's just awful. You really got to be a tough guy to play in the NHL. Oh, for sure. I mean like there's no taunting call in in the NHL. Okay. There's in uh I when I when they gave that taunting call to the Bills, I was just so angry. I mean, you can't wag your finger and say ha ha. Yeah. You know, you didn't make it,
0: please. It's just especially thinking remember what they did back in the 80s, the 90s. They, oh. I mean, they you'd give the cutthroat sign, you'd yeah. give the yeah. you know, you would do the sack dances or whatever, but now it's uh, what they call it in the 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 early two thousands or late when they started cracking down the no fun league yeah man. but right all right I agree though I think it is it is tougher to win in a hockey playoff round um, all right question four what do you got you got something what athlete would you want to be Which any any you,
1: sport any sport if you could just for a day while they're playing it would be you hmm we talk a modern day athlete or any modern, era past soccer looks like fun to me. I mean, you know, I love watching um, soccer. People say, how could you watch it? Whenever I do it, it's just like, to me, when there's two good teams
0: playing, it's it's a great game. That's interesting because if I'm going just with my favorite sport, which is soccer, I, I, hmm, it'd be fun. It'd be cool to be Pele. Okay. Um, I mean, just yeah, in, I in my opinion, him. arguably the best to ever do it. Mm-hmm. Um, that'd be cool. Play for your country. Um just have the literally the weight of your entire nation on your back during World Cup right. times, which is coming up soon. And so excited, pissed off that Italy once again did not qualify for the World oh. Cup. How do you do that? How do you win the European Championship? And you can't, but whatever, really? I digress. Um, uh, so I'd say I'm gonna cheat here again a little bit. I'll say either Pele or. I'll go back to my childhood or Bruce Smith. Okay, just to be—I mean, in my opinion, and again, I was you know eight, nine, ten years old. It is in his heyday, even a little through my, through my childhood. He just—and I—I met him once. He was a clean player too. That's what I he was a clean way. player. And I remember meeting him once at like one of those autograph meet and mm-hmm. greets. I think I was twelve years old, and just looking up at this mountain of a man. He just, in my opinion, he was just the he, and again, like you said. He's such a nice guy, but he just looked like the baddest man on the planet. He was. Like, you couldn't... I don't care who you were, if you messed up... Like, even if, if you were Mike Tyson, you messed with Bruce Smith, he's putting you on your back. Like, yeah. he was just it for me as my he, childhood. He
1: never slammed anybody when he tackled him. He, he set uh, sack records back in the day, and he was just a just a... Good player. Yeah, just
0: a he great, just knew how to play it. Strong. He was and dedicated he played it at the highest level.
1: He worked out every chance he could. I remember reading in World in Sports Illustrated how he broke. Uh, and he stand was just in, in town. What was it? A couple months ago. Man,
0: yeah, he, he looks like he could still strap yeah, on the pads. What my and brother still...
1: said he looks like he could run right on the field. Yeah, yeah. I well, mean, that's he... what good living, good living, and good staying in shape does. For me. As much as I'm going to go off, as much as I love the NHL and boxing, I would have loved to have been uh, like Brooks Robinson okay. you know, like or, or uh, Babe Ruth. Playing, okay. playing baseball, going to a game is more fun than watching it, and playing it is even more fun oh, for sure. than going to a game. I had more fun playing baseball and softball. Even you know, We played in some good leagues, but uh, it's a lot of fun to get out there. You know, the last game I played was uh, the police against the firemen, years and years ago, and I made a, th- I threw the ball from left field, one bounce to the third baseman, got a guy out, and that was it. <laughs> I claimed the fame, but I will say, ladies and gentlemen, as much as I love Larry, I beat him. <laughs> that last time I saw him in person, we had a little hey, hey, little hey. Problem. We, we, we,
0: we, <laughs> we split it. Uh, we won. Yep. I, um, Larry was beating the my, pants off of me in cornhole. We won the first game. You, you smashed us, and okay? then you came back and with I, the redemption. You got hot. You got told warmed him, up.
1: Larry, did I not tell you it's time for you to go? And you just sunk f- four in a row, f- 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 <laughs> and that was it. Kofal was was there too. I loved it and when I did my little speech on. Uh, uh, better off dead, that, that little part there. He's the only guy that caught on to it. <laughs> that was great. I enjoyed that.
0: That was fun. All right, one last question to wrap it up. Let's okay. see. Do you got one or do you want, you got another one? Or? I'll have one next time. I can't think right now. I, All right, I, I, let's see. The last question. All right. I mean, uh, hockey, um, football, whatever the sport is, you, you know, you've you've been around, you've seen some memorable coaches. Whatever the sport is, if you had one coach to be your coach, who is who is that coach? That guy that you want to be your leader?
1: What was the what was the? See, I get nervous and I forget his name. The guy from Miami, Don Shula. Don Shula.
0: I'm okay. telling you, he was
1: to me. You know, and I hated Miami back then. But I always, even though I hated team. Not hate, hate, you know, yeah. hatred, but dislike the team or they were against my team. Of course, I hate every team that isn't a um, uh, uh, in the NFL, but the Bills and every team except the Bruins. But I always gave respect to the guys that got the job done, you know. And he, the guy, got it done. I mean, he did it. They, they, they like Belichick. They said, you know, he had a little edge. He might have been cheating a little bit or whatever it was. He, he would. The refs would always give the Miami homers. They said, but he really. He had a winning streak there for a long, long time. He had a really good team with Miami, and he was a good coach. I think I, he played football too, didn't he? Play a little pro? I I don't.
0: Maybe I know he played. I think he played college. I don't but, but, know if he ever got into the pros.
1: I want to give if I if you might let me here. I just want to talk about something real quick. My good friend is Larry Pacifico from Honeys. You know that absolutely big Larry. His brother is going into the Niagara Falls Hall of Fame. He, uh, Vince Maza. Okay, he played for the Buffalo Bills. He played for the Detroit Lions. Lions. Then he ended up in Hamilton. And the story is: if you look at the the programs from back then, Vince Maza, no college, okay, Trot vocational. But that was in the early days of the NFL or whatever it was. And he went to Detroit, but he didn't want to stay there, so he wanted it was too far. So he, he ended up in Hamilton. They won the championship in Hamilton. I mean, he is like a hero in Canada. And I think it's sad that he's only going into the Niagara Falls Old Timers Hall of Fame just now. He should have went in years ago. His brother played for the Washington Redskins. And his other brother played for uh, Matt. He I th- he played some some professional basketball. I mean, what a family. I was going to say. Yeah, and, and they were masses, but they had the same mom, and Larry Pacifico. The, he's, mm-hmm. the, he's the half-brother. And he told me, he goes, John, Vince used to take me to the old stadium in Buffalo. We would drive there. And he would park inside the stadium, his car, and I would stay there for the whole practice. And he'd watch all the Buffalo Bills back in the uh, day. He was a little kid. Isn't that something? I love it. I mean, what a story. That family, how connected to, uh, well, it's at. I think the induction is the 29th at the Colmo. Are you going? I am not going to go. I don't think I'm going to go. I think it's, uh, Larry's can't make it either. I mean, I might go. You know, it's it's a dress up event, and it's like sixty dollars a ticket. I think I'm not sure. I might just go for Larry, but I, but um, I thought that was so cool. You know? Oh, but absolutely! I, I mean, that family—three th- people in that family played professional sports. Isn't that incredible? I, yeah, I have the I have the actual um, um, game day. What do they call them? The books you get, you buy them. Uh, you know what I mean? You buy
0: them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah, the uh, I forgot what they're
1: called. Yeah, I found now. Larry would always say to me my brother had a card he had a he had a football card i never i i, I could never find one
0: say so were you able to find one i found one that's awesome i found one now did you give it to him oh of course that's i that's awesome I, about f- seven
1: christmases ago i found it and i had it framed beautiful and i mailed it to him in florida he called me up with tears in his eyes beautiful and then i found an, i found a couple things since then there was another guy he was a buffalo bill on the same team with larry with, with Vince, I'm sorry, and um, he played for Notre Dame, and in Indiana, this, they're, they're starting to let his uh, the family's diluting, getting rid of his a lot of its memorabilia. Yeah. And I found a picture of his brother that Vince had signed and gave to this other to the- player. And you know, and I bought that and gave that to Larry too. And uh, there was one other photo I got off eBay. It was it was just not too candid, but just something just. Just just little stuff. Yeah, but the card, mate, he called me up. I had to pull over. I was on Military Road. He was crying. I couldn't understand what he was saying. <laughs> Where did you find this? And they had a frame nice for him, you know. That's But awesome. he deserves it. Larry did a lot for this area. Absolutely. He sponsored more teams, more, more softball teams, more Little League teams, and he doesn't get the credit he deserves. Absolutely. So you people just remember Honey's Pizza.
0: <laughs> big I love it. Right. with the uh, the the big elephant out in front. That's right. I love and it. And how
1: many games you guys would watch there? How many Bills games that you watch eating those wings and pizza?
0: In fact, I told before before they broke um, before they broke the Bills broke the drought. The last I remember, the last playoff game there was the the Tennessee throwback game. Yeah, and I remember uh, you were there for that game. You uh, you were there. I was there. Mark was there. Meech was there. Uh, Rob was there and i just remember watching it on the big screen there and even when they're doing the replay like oh my god that's we won that's a that's a penalty that's a penalty and right. just be like they took you, it I, away. in fact it was our freshman year of college at Canisius. and just are you kidding me yeah. like what like we can't just, win was, and that was until they broke the streak yeah and then uh all heck's been loose Yeah. but my my favorite coach and i got to I'll, I'll give a shout out to my wife cuz we've been i don't know if you watched the the espn 30s and 30s 30 yeah, for 30s once in a while they did the uh, the Catholic versus convicts, uh, Notre Dame versus uh University of Miami. Okay. The 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 one on the it's it's fantastic, but and I always liked them as a kid, but my wife since then, Lou Holtz. Okay. The, yeah. The old Notre Dame yeah. coach. Um and that was I, I kinda liked uh, Notre Dame football as a kid. Um just you know, and they were popular. Big and Notre Dame and fan it's sick Don't Just Lou it. Holtz, uh I thought it was I thought it was he'd be my coach. Yeah. Uh, my wife loves him from college football and uh I don't know if you remember the LSU coach uh who would speak like that you could bear oh, what was his name? He just got fired a, a a year or two ago but he would, you know, like talk like Joke. the real Cajun, yeah. the real Cajun style um oh. oh I can't think of what his name is. Who's
1: your favorite college football team?
0: Right now, with uh, my stepdaughter being a Sarah being in Syracuse, I'm seeing the orange. Okay. Um, I'm, and I was heartbroken that they, I mean, they're off to a great start, 6-1 and one this year, but they just lost to Clemson last week to their first loss of the year, a, and they had them on the ropes.
1: I never really was a big college fan, although I would watch it once in a while, but uh, I'm sorry, I'm an Alabama fan. My friend was an Alabama fan, and I watched the game, a couple games at home, and I said, man, this is something else. And they are really good. College football is great. College football is so exciting. You know, when you get a good good team's playing. So I'm new to it, I have to admit. But that Saban, he's something else. You know, they, they are really he's, good. He's the Tech's, juggernaut. Tech's,
0: when you, we get the Longhorns against the, that's the game to watch. And it's funny because he, he had his coaching stint with the Dolphins and they did nothing. No, no. He was terrible. no but some they say sometimes you know you're you're even hockey yeah. you're a, you're a good college coach or you're a good AHL coach or mm-hmm. you're good at the but when you get to the pros it's it's a different animal not only that but it's it's not even so much that you're not knowledgeable and you can't do it's just you're working with grown men who are making millions of dollars, That's and right. sometimes they'll look at you. Who are you? Yeah, I know. Like, we, no, I'm you're star. not moving. You're not moving me to this. You're not moving me to th- where. When you get into college, you have them for four years, and they look at you like you're the, yes, like, yes coach, yes, coach, yes, coach, you sure, can coach. Them. What do you want, coach? Right. You can so. mold them. All right, Zeke well, I feel like we just we I feel like we're just getting into the conversation know, so I, we de- we definitely have to have you back for another episode. I'll come
1: back i I'm, I'm looking for I'm thinking as you're saying that before you even said it I gotta come back. I was late folks i, I messed <laughs> up. I didn't get here on time, so i'm it, it kind of knocked me out of the box. I couldn't remember some of the things I wanted to remember. I was so mad at myself for letting Larry down by being late for forty five minutes. Something interrupted me in my day today. I talked about it this morning. I talked about it last night. I told my wife, can't wait to go. And what did I do? I
0: <laughs> blew it. All right, I won't Didn't blow it, it at all. Listen, Zeke, where you, we, We're only 20 time. minutes late. It's all good. But listen, we'll get, you are you have a permanent invite. You're one of the guests where you can come back. You want to come back next week? We'll make room for you. You brother. come back anytime you want.
1: Next time we come back, we'll talk about the rides to, to Virginia. To Charlottesville, <laughs> I am. A, I, although I am a, a Cavalier fan in basketball, okay. college basketball. Okay, I mean they did win the title. I took a lot of heat from that at work because
0: i would always talk about them and then when they won it that was like the the year before i retired in fact you it's funny that you brought up the the virginia trips we got to bring uh next time you come back on we'll have to make sure mark's in town we'll yeah. have mark come in uh, uh, yeah. mark's been on the show now twice so we got to have mark come in we'll talk about uh some of the old the old trips or whatever yeah. the funny the stories rides, t- the my, rides
1: and, and what was his name uh the the the, the guy the no one calls me the the guy at the hotel and um uh,
0: Oh, Jesus. (laughs) I forgot... (laughs) <laughs> and then and we'll talk
1: about um, the
0: the uh, what was that? What was that uh, where you wanted the matches or yeah, whatever? Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, Lee's. Mark would know. Bambi Lee's Bambi Lee's massage parlor. <laughs> where we you're like Larry, go in there and get go in there and get some matches for me. Okay, I took two steps out of the car. You're like, get back in the car, That's and right, then we back. just drove. <laughs> I just had uh,
1: some uh, a scene from like an old B flick horror movie. Where did he go? You know, and everyone's getting chopped up inside. It was just like a Halloween. <laughs> Yeah, it was
0: me, Mark, and I, and that you. We were driving them out, and you're like, "Larry, go, go in and get me." That okay. Was, and there's two steps out of the car. Like, no, 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 get back at the car. Get back at the car.
1: That's right. But that was <laughs> funny. We got pictures uh, of you and me, or whatever, standing. Mark sent me a picture of me standing in front of the sign. You, folks, you got to understand. We're driving down a country road, and all you see is trees and woods. And then all, all in the middle of nowhere is this motel converted into a massage parlor.
0: And, and then, like a bar or something, pink, just
1: shocking pink in the middle of the woods, Bambi Lees. It was so typical of West <laughs> West Virginia,
0: right? Uh, it was the back door, back door, backwoods. Uh, yeah, it was back a, little, a it shortcut was, coming yeah. home.
1: And the, the, but the town was nice there. I forgot the name of the town now. Um Oh, it'll come to me. See, that's part of me being
0: nervous. See, listen, but that's you got the first episode out of the and way. That's it. Now, next ne- time I'll be interviewing you, okay? Absolutely. All right. All right. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Thanks, Zeke, for our guest. Again, we've got to have you back on. It's been a true honor, honestly. I'm telling you, the honor's all over here. Uh, make sure you guys follow us on Facebook, on Instagram, at Stories from the Sidelines, and again, also leave comments on our episodes. And as always, make sure you tune in next week for another exciting episode of Stories from the Sidelines. And go Bills!